Hello, I wanted to take some time here to do a different type of episode. Um, so right now, at the time we're recording, it is actually coming up on the anniversary of the official death of um, a favorite show of mine um, called um, G4. So G4, as some of you have um uh, may or may not know uh, my target audience is typically people that don't um, do a lot of video games maybe they don't have time for video games but they're still curious about the industry so that's why I explain video games to them talk about um, what's happening in gaming community um, and give opinions with my friends um, mostly but G4 is a very interesting case because I haven't heard of many TV channels dying twice um, at least in my lifetime, and the significance of G4 um, pretty much laid the groundwork for a lot of YouTube series that we see today. Um, so let's uh, start at the very beginning. So in the very beginning, in around 2002, um, April April 24th, 2002, if you want to get the exact date, um, the um, channel was born. And it had gaming content and was gaming first. So we had things like X-Play, Attack of the Show, a lot of technology, um, specific shows. Um, fun fact, uh, Ninja Warrior, which a lot of people now know as American Ninja Warrior, uh, was started broadcasting on this channel. This channel was a huge deal. And from like the early 2000s, it was pretty much you know, your replacement for your um, Nintendo Power magazine, your Sony magazine. I think Microsoft may have had a magazine at one point, or um, I'm not really a Microsoft guy, as a lot of you know, so I don't sure if they had a magazine, but you get the idea. This replaced the content of the magazines, the reviews those magazines would do, and put them on TV, make it accessible for people that didn't want to pay for uh, magazine subscriptions. So, the fascinating history of it, we had a lot of uh, decently famous people. Um, I say decently famous because they're, they're big names in the gaming world. Um, not sure what their appeal is to outside gamers, except for one. The, probably the most notable name that a lot of my listeners will know of is Olivia Munn. Uh, she went on to play a bunch of... Um, movies and she was in x-men um and she i think she is the wife or ex-wife of aaron Rodgers. if you're a football fan so um that's one of our bigger um people that came out of this and then jessica chobach who i'm a personal fan of worked on x-play and attack of the show for a long time um Another big names, Adam Sessler, who's a very controversial figure because he really doesn't care what you think of him or his opinions, and he's made that known very a lot. Um, Kevin Pereira, who is just known for hosting a bunch of cons and stuff now, but he was one of the essential pieces to make G4 what it was. And then you had other TV shows as well, uh, Code Monkeys, which was the most inappropriate thing that I could be watching um, as a child back then. But it is hilarious, and you can't find it anymore, which makes me a little sad. Um, but, of course, um, 
the first time it died. Um, it was uh, a series of events that um, took it down. You know, they took off X-Play, took off Attack of the Show. Um, several of the key people that I just mentioned started leaving for other positions. They couldn't really fill the other positions out. So it became kind of what MTV is doing now, just running reruns of the same show over and over again. You know, and then the target audience, you know, grew up. I was a thousand percent the target audience when it first came out um, as a child. And then when it first died, and I believe the first time it died was in 2014 um, officially, but it was pretty much on the decline to death starting around 2011-2012. It essentially, that group of people that was target audience started, we all grew up, you know, that's the simplest answer. We all grew up, you know. Um, in this time, I was preparing to enter college. I was in college when G4 officially um, uh, officially got taken off the air. Um, and a lot of people are were in similar boats in that demographic. Or if they weren't going to college, uh, they were starting jobs. Um, maybe, you know, looking to start a family. So gaming kind of took a back seat. Um, in those early 2010s era and because you lost a good core of your audience and you didn't really have a backup plan for all of these faces leaving and your viewership dropping as much as it did you know unfortunately that's when um, this channel uh, was taken out but of course there's people like me who, you know, came back and, you know, really missed it, really missed, you know, the crude humor, you know, the nostalgia of watching Adam Sandler getting into it and raving about a game that he just thought was terrible. Um, you know, it was a really good show and which I think underlyingly inspired a lot of YouTubers and podcasters like myself, you know, to continue on that work, but do it in their own style, um, which leads us to the revival um, so in 2020, you know, they started hinting that they're reviving it, um, X-Play and Attack of the Show um, reactivated and started posting again. So everyone's starting to get excited. And then, boom, they announced it that um, they are bringing it back officially. And, you know, they are, look like, it looked like it was going to be a great time. You know, they had a YouTube channel now. You know, YouTube was not as prominent as it was um, back when this show was around. This show was our YouTube at the time. So they brought in YouTube channel. You know, X-Play had its own channel subset off of the official G4 YouTube channel. I believe Attack on the Show still had it as well. And then they brought in a bunch of Twitch streamers and YouTube personalities to help uh, bring it together, you know, most notably, uh, Xavier Woods of the WWE fandom, or, um, his actual name is Austin Creed, um, who is the YouTube host of Up, Up, Down, Down, um, a very great YouTube channel if you have some time after you listen to this to, uh, go watch it, um, they do hilarious stuff, all with WWE, uh, wrestlers, um, there's a lot of WWE wrestlers that are, in fact, gamers, and I love that, um, and then uh, the completionist, the completionist uh, Gerard, uh, another big YouTube name, 
came on to help bring the show back. And then they also brought back, you know, Adam Sandler, Kevin Pereira, you know, Olivia Munn, you know, came back for um, a time. And it was great. It was hitting that nostalgia. It was hitting everything that we loved about it uh, back in the early 2000s. And here's where this opinion piece truly becomes way more of an opinion than factual. So this is my opinion. I think the big issue was, you know, your first six months, maybe if you stretch it out, your first year is all that nostalgia hit of, you know, we're doing X-Play reviews again. You know, we are um, doing attack of the show, you know, tech reviews of the latest phones, laptops, you know. Um, outside of that, you, they didn't really have any more substance or any more reasons for you to watch. Um, and I kind of hinted at it earlier. Uh, back in the day, YouTube was not a, really a thing. Um, it was not a place where you regularly view, you know, your favorite YouTuber who releases videos, you know, several times a week. Some release um, a video every single day, depending on how hard they want to work. Um, and they didn't really have competition when it came to gaming Pacific um, media. It was really just G4 covering all the gaming chat. Uh, gaming news that you need, or you can read a magazine um, that you have to pay extra for where this came with your cable package. Um, now that cables is essentially dead, unless you are a sports fan, that's the only way you can watch um, your sports channels, uh, cables is essentially dead now. So they now are kind of like the new kid on the block with Twitch and YouTube uh, and Mixer, if Mixer is still a thing, uh, someone comment below if Mixer is still a thing, Microsoft answered to Twitch. Uh, but anyway, you know, you get the point. Like, there's a lot more noise. And just because you inspired a lot of people in what they do today does not mean you have the right to, you know, take all that viewership or take all of those listens and it will magically be like the good old days again. And... Uh, from what I saw, you know, I did try to watch it as much as possible, but they always had a t attack, a attack of the show on. They always had X-Play on. You know, nothing really original from the channel. You know, there was no Code Monkeys. You can't play Code Monkeys in today's world, um, unfortunately. There's some jokes in there that would not fly in 2020, uh, in 2022, 2021, 2020. You know, we're in a different time, different era now. Um, so you can't have a show like that um, just pop up. You can't really um, have American Ninja Warrior anymore. That's moved on to a different channel and is thriving um, on different channels now. Um, so they really banked on, you know, the nostalgia not really running out. Um, and I think that was their biggest problem um, as a as a whole. Um, and some of the personalities, you know, like Xavier Woods and Gerard, you know, they were great. But, you know, they can't carry it themselves. There was others. Um, uh, the Black Okage uh, was another personality that um, did their very best. But this is... Uh, Running a YouTube channel and running a uh, TV broadcasting channel are completely different um, entities. Um, they have similar qualities, and we've seen 
some people be able to make the jump but if you remember back when the pandemic happened and all those late night tv hosts you know really struggled to put their platform on youtube because that's a medium that like is not necessarily transfers the same as it does on a live tv um, set and same thing vice versa youtube you have a lot more say and control um, rather than um a media company or broadcasting company pretty much directing you on what they want on their channel. So I'm um, not saying it's not impossible, but it is a harder thing to pull off than uh, a lot of people probably realize. Um, with that note, uh, there was also a very controversial figure that was not Adam Sandler, surprisingly enough, but there was this um, um, host and talking, uh, talking head, I'm um, not talking head, um, um, I don't know what you would call her, but, um, basically, a Frost, um, who was a very, very controversial figure, basically. For those of you who don't know who Frost is, uh, real name is actually Indiana, um, Indiana Black, um, she is a, um, esports, uh, announcer, essentially, um, I'm not in the esports scene, uh, so I've never heard of Frost before. Um, but right off the bat, when Frost started appearing on, you know, X Play YouTube clips and on the channel itself, you know, it did bring a lot of controversy. I'm not entirely sure what what she's done prior to the G4 and X Play involvement, but. Her involvement of that um, was um, very polarizing. I did not think she did a whole lot of things wrong. Um, a lot of her jokes did not hit for me. Did I think she deserves a lot of hate because of um, she's not as funny as some of the other people or I don't find her as funny as other people? Absolutely not. But uh, Frost was also the person that would fight back against your Twitter trolls would fight back against people that did not like her style of comedy, um, which really started to make this divide between her X-Play and the viewership. And, you know, looking back on it now, you know, part of the problem was the viewership was declining back in, you know, the early 2010s because your target audience you know, started to move on and become adults. Your target audience in 2020, 2021 to 2022 is full on adults. Half of us have children now. 95% um, of us have full-time jobs. You know, we can't stop on the dime to watch, you know, G4 or watch anything really in the middle of the day. So that was a huge issue. Um, for them to keep up their numbers and for them to really, um, to really, uh, hit their goals that they really needed to be for viewership. Their YouTube channel, from what I saw, was doing okay. Um, but there probably was really high expectations because it was a TV company trying to make a YouTube channel and a television channel happen at the same time. Television channel was not going to be really a thing um, because of the we're all adults now. We all have 
way more issues we need to worry about and we can't just sit down and watch um you know four or five episodes of g4 in a row like we did when we were children and youtube stuff that's where you know a very controversial um segment was taking place which a lot of people point at as the official death of x-play and g4 as a whole when a frost went on a rant about how women and video games have been treated which i fully agree with her rant it's not that like i am one of those people that say you shouldn't have never said anything like that no it needed to be said um because uh, sexism, sexism in video games is still a thing you know gamergate was not that long ago um and uh, there have been some improvements but nowhere near um improvements that need to happen but a thing that sticks out in a lot of people's minds from that rant is if you don't like the direction we're taking the show uh you don't need to watch it because it's not made for you anymore um although i fully agree with her rant i don't think telling people don't watch it because it's not for you anymore is not the thing when your target audience is being very loud about you know you should have this on or you should do this you should do that we live in a world now where youtube and twitch people will tell you right off the bat you know we don't like this we don't like this and to a certain extent you are kind of captive to what your audience is saying or they won't watch and they'll watch someone else um should people double down when their audience is being somewhat toxic absolutely not but in this unique situation where you have a cable company trying to get your ratings up they're trying to maintain a youtube and a twitch channel um that may have been better choice of words to use to get your point across and because they use frost to do this point which is already a polarizing a polarizing figure i think it backfired on them um had someone like gerard or xavier woods you know someone that generally speaking everyone loved to hear and listens to them had the rent um it probably would not have negatively affect them as hard as they did so because of you know those real life factors of your target audience you know because you had frost go on this rant um where people already did not like ross or frost um it really killed the channel and um they started to become the mtv again and just played episodes of x-play again and again and again they didn't really like make new episodes of x-play on the channel uh their youtube just eventually turned into we'll make a a skit sometimes not even a great skit of a review of like the newest game that came out that everyone else is reviewing and they really became lost in the noise because at that point you know there's about a thousand channels that all drop reviews of Elden Ring on the same day you know that's why I take like so long to do reviews sometimes I just want to clear out the noise and then like 
after that i will drop my episode and give my take on it uh but it will be easier for you to find after the fact um i'm not big enough to get uh codes before the game officially launches but i would love it if people would give me the code before the game launches just gonna put that out there um in the universe so unfortunately it did uh get announced in um 2022 that the show is going to die again um so unfortunately um that's where we're at right now so what do we go from here i don't think cable will ever revive to the same levels that it once was in the early 2000s early night or late 90s i think cable can take their lumps you know be happy that like you have exclusive rights to just stream your sports you know special events like um award shows grammy stuff like that um but youtube and twitch is really the place to get all your gaming news from and you now are not locked in to one particular host um so if you don't like frost and frost's comedy you can go to xavier woods you can go to gerard you know, you can wait for them to give their take on the game. And then if you like them better, you can do that. Uh, we live in a more free world now. Uh, with that being said, I am sad that G4 has gone away again uh, in my lifetime. But am I glad that we are no longer doing like those crude jokes? You know, women in gaming are moving to a better place is still not ideal and it still needs a lot of work but we are moving to better places um i just wanted to you know put this piece out here um it's probably just gonna live on my patreon but you know maybe one day i'll put it out for the public to hear um and i feel like it just kind of rambled on here for like 22 minutes but really i just kind of wanted to you know, put this out there that um, reasonings why G4 died twice, you know, what significance it was to me personally, but the gaming community as a whole, and then moving forward, you know, how can we avoid this again? So thanks everyone for listening to me ramble for 20 minutes. Um, if you like stuff like this, feel free to uh, like and subscribe uh, wherever you find your local podcast. Um, if I put this on public, if I don't put it on public and you are on the Patreon, hey, thank you for the support. I really do appreciate you. Um, yeah, that's all I got for you here today. So we'll see you all next time. Bye. Everybody know that they kill it.